Golden State Warriors basketball. This is the Mark Jackson Show. I don't go with what the norm is. My goal from day one is to not be an average coach. Pull up three. Good. Now here's Mr. T on the Sports Leaders. Mr. T out today, Ray Woodson, Ray Ratto, and the Mark Jackson Show presented by Stanford Hospital and Clinics, the official team physicians of the Golden State Warriors. To learn more, visit stanfordhospital.org and brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. For a local dealer, visit bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Coach, welcome. Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year. Thanks for having me. Undefeated in 2013. Undefeated with Tom Tolbert as your as the uh, analyst on radio as well. Just thought I'd throw that in. Yeah, I say I say you should sign an extension now. <laughs> well, he's got at least nine more games. We know that much. <laughs> and they're all Wednesdays. I think I think yes. it's important yes. to note that the one Wednesday game you've lost this year, Ted Robinson bothered you. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think I think. Um, I think that was just a fluke. I'll live with not having to face Tobit every Wednesday. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tom may be listening now, so there, there's fodder for next week. I'll, I'll stay out of that fray. <laughs> hey, hey, last night was a you know very impressive win for you guys, uh, and, and you mentioned it post-game. The, the, the Clippers were on the second night of a, a back-to-back. They, you know, tough game in Denver the night before. But all in all, I, I mean, Pretty complete effort by you guys. And and one of the things, and, and I'll throw Tom's name out there again, and he pointed out on the radio broadcast early, is the matchups you had early on uh, with Lee against uh, Jordan and Azili against Blake Griffin. And uh, just go into the thinking of uh, why you did that and, and obviously worked pretty well out of the gate. Well, you know, it's something we, we did uh, previously when we faced them. I think it's a better matchup, you know, size, um disrupts um, Blake Griffin to, to a certain degree, also the ability to contest shots. And uh, David carries us on the offensive end, you know, night in and night out. I thought it, it would take pressure off of him and the demand on his body on both sides of the basketball. So whether it be Festus or, or, or Beatrice, those guys did an outstanding job. And even when we went small, I thought Carl Landry did a very good job of doing some of the same things. And it just worked out very well for us. Through 32 games, I mean, everybody in the universe is surprised at the magnitude of the turnaround. But is there anything about this team's performance that surprises you at this point? There may be something that you thought might be more of a struggle that's working out much better than you thought, or the other way around. Is there anything surprising you about this team at this point? No, you know, I'm a, I'm a man of, you know, Faith and I, and I, I, I trust that things work out, and so I'm not going to sit here and say I'm surprised because um, you know you put the time in, you believe, and good things happen. But what I will say is that if you look at uh, everything on paper, you don't expect a team that's asking uh, three rookies to play key roles, two rookies to start, lose their two best defensive players. Lose their, you know, best, you know, statistically their best rebounder in Bogut. Uh, lose, the, you know, uh, one of the, two of their top five players in Bogut and, and Rush coming into the season uh, to be where we are right now. Uh, it's, I don't care what type of expert you are, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have expected that. But with that being said, when you have guys committed 
they work their tails off. They show up early. They leave late. Uh, they're tied to one another. Um, they enjoy one another. Great things happen. So it's it's just been a thrill. And more than anything, I'm I'm, I'm happy for the guys because they deserve exactly what they're getting right now. You mentioned, uh, and I think it was in a newspaper article this morning, that you thought one of the turning points of the season was the loss to Denver, which, you know, was kind of an excruciating loss. But uh, explain why you think that was a turning point and how the team responded. I think for the first time, you know, you, you, you can preach in many sermons if you, as you want, but people got to live it and understand that there's a price to pay when you don't do what you're supposed to do. And uh, I think for the first time we, we lost a game and it was it was blatant the reason why we lost the game was because we were not able to rebound we did not rebound individually or collectively and it was actually my first time uh where i just had a tough time with with a, with the game like the result of the game because i thought we were a better basketball team than we showed i saw us pay the price losing the game for something that uh if we had just done it would have been an easy game for us no disrespect to the nuggets but they won because they dominated the boards. But I think that the message was received. I think not just me, but a lot of the guys went home that night and, you know, felt the same way that I felt. And, and it, was a, it was a turning point for us. Um, with the games you have coming ahead, um, a number of them against, you know, fellow title contenders, do you regard this month as the month where you find out exactly what your team is, or do you already know what it is? Are, are, are you? No, I think I don't mean to cut you off. But no, that's you fine. Get, your your this, answer will be better many, than my question. <laughs> you get this many games into the season, you know who you are. Uh, we're, we're a very good basketball team, and uh, we still have a ways to go. Uh, what I will say is that whoever's on the schedule, even though it gets tougher, uh, every single night for us is a battle. If we do the things we're supposed to do, we'll be just fine. Uh, we'll put ourselves in position to win games. But if we don't, whether it's playing the Spurs or the Clippers or, or the Charlotte Bobcats or, or the Orlando Magic, doesn't matter. Uh, if we don't do the things we're supposed to do, we're not going to win, win ball games. So uh, we know who we are, and we're excited about what lies ahead. Warriors coach Mark Jackson joining us on the Mr. T Show. Ray Woodson and Ray Ratto in this afternoon. Uh, you guys seem to have a, a a bit of a spicy relationship now with the Clippers that has developed over the the last few games, and some of it seems to be centered on on Blake Griffin. I remember the game in L.A. where David Lee told uh, Griffin to stop flopping, and then last night he took a fall. And you said post game that uh, you felt he was a great actor. That you've seen those Kia commercials. Um, I've seen those commercials too. He's not a great <laughs> a great actor. He, he might be mediocre. I'm not sure. But, I mean, what's what's going on there? Is there a little something extra now with the Clippers? No. You know, at the end of the day, they're a very talented basketball team. You can tell that both teams respect one another. We both play with an edge, and it's a challenge. Uh, that being said, Billy Griffin is a heck of a basketball player. We can play the same D, and he can wind up with 30. So we won't take credit for that at the end of the day. Um, uh, it's It's just a lot of fun facing – you know, a team that's rolling, that presents a lot of challenges, and um, and and, I, and I, I, I'll also, you know, say, you know, somebody asked today, what, is it a rivalry? Neither one of us has done anything. Uh, our recent history dictates that. Uh, this is two teams trying, certainly have turned around their culture and uh, making it interesting. And I think we both should be extremely proud, but we both have a long way to go. 
on a completely different subject. Did you happen to see how Steven Jackson got hurt last night? (laughs) I did not. He uh, had just uh, made a shot in the Knicks game, and he was backpedaling back to go on defense and tripped over a waitress who was taking Mayor Bloomberg's order Uh. at courtside. And now he's out with a sprained ankle. You can't make this up, man. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I, I could oh, not have thought of it. Rado could, but he didn't at this point. No, this it's – with and, and, and I get, this leads to a nonsense question, but I, I don't care. Um, is there so much going on now that it's sometimes hard even for players and coaches to focus on the task at hand? I mean, if you've got to sit there and, and dodge drink orders – just to get back on defense, is there a little too much at play here on a, on a, on a game night? Well, that's not normal. Um, no, but... Obviously, uh, I think it's a lot going on, but it's entertainment at the same time. Uh, so I think it'd be a injustice if it was just a basketball game. At the end of the day, it is entertainment. People come to be entertained. People come to be served. People come to have a good time. So uh, they play a part. Um, and I'm not a guy that's, you know, old school guy that says, you know, don't have waitresses or don't have cheerleaders or don't have music or, you know, don't have the, the guys jumping, dunking, drawing timeouts. You know, it's part of entertainment, and that's that's what separates, I believe, the NBA experience uh, than, than others. So uh, I, I just I would have paid to see that same uh, <laughs> sequence take place and to have Tolbert be the announcer uh, talking over the <laughs> Tolbert would have been the one giving the order. Yeah. He'd say, I hope she didn't drop the beer, yeah. is what he'd say. I'll have a gin and tonic exactly. and the other team's shooting guard, please. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I want to ask you uh, about a couple players. First of all, a guy that, well, I'm not the only one, but some people have been pretty hard on him. I've been pretty hard on him, and that's Andres Biedrich. And he seems to have settled now into a role where he's comfortable once again and has given you effective minutes in the last few weeks. Can you talk about you know his development and, and, and how he has settled into that role? Well, he's been very good for us. And I said from the beginning, I had no problem starting or playing uh, Dre. Uh, his ability to defend on the block and also defend pick and roll is, is big time. And that's, that's from day one. He was always good at that. Uh, there's no secret that he struggled at times with his confidence in the past, but I give him credit because he stayed ready. Uh, he's another guy that, you know, comes to the gym at nighttime, works on his game, and when he was called upon, he answered the call. Uh, he's done an outstanding job and really is one of the keys of the success of, of uh, what we're doing right now. I think he should be applauded because he very easily is not doing it for the money. He has his contract. He has his money. He's doing it because he wants to be part of something special, and, and, and it's great to see. The other player I was thinking of was Harrison Barnes. And do, do you see him getting more minutes? Uh, you know, he was, he was aggressive early last night, but has he earned himself a little more time on the court now? Well, it's, it's going to be a field. I'm not going to – you know, Steph Curry's going to get minutes. David Lee's going to get minutes. Um, after that, uh, you know, Clay Thompson's going to get minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, at the end of the day, if – if, if the best lineup for us to win is Jared Jack with the basketball in his hands and Stephen Clay running around getting open and, and having five weapons, uh, then I'll go with that. I thought last night Harrison was very aggressive. I thought he, he, he did a great job of rebounding, defending, and also 
you know, attacking on the offensive end, and and, and he got more minutes because of that. So no, more minutes won't be promised. You earn them, but he will play, and he will play a significant, you know, part of the success of this basketball team. All right, Coach. Uh, obviously, it's it's a great story that's developing here, and I don't know whether you have a, a true rivalry going with the Clippers or not, but I, I am definitely looking forward to Saturday's game, and I think a lot of fans are. It's it's definitely entertaining at this point to see two good teams and uh, see how they're going to respond and, and adjust on Saturday. So uh, good luck this weekend, and uh, enjoy the new year, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. appreciate it. And make sure there are no waitresses in your path Saturday night. <laughs> 